Hi, my name is Aquila Hicks, also known as Coach Q. I'm a believer, wife, and a mom of three, and a certified life and health coach who absolutely loves coaching women on living a more joyful life. I once was an overwhelmed mama and wife suffering from severe postpartum depression and anxiety, and it wasn't until I began chasing after wisdom that I learned how to truly enjoy life. Like Proverbs 317 states that wisdom will lead you to a life of joy and peace. Guess what? I'm continuing to chase after wisdom, and I'm bringing you right along with me, teaching you everything that I've learned and that I'm continuing to learn so that you too can have a life of joy, abundance, beauty, and balance. So get ready to be enlightened, empowered, and inspired. Grab your favorite cup of coffee, get cozy. This is the Ladies After Wisdom Podcast. Hello, you guys. Welcome to the Ladies After Wisdom Podcast. This is Aquila, also known as Coach Q. Thanks so much for joining me today. You all, have you ever heard of the Proverbs 31 woman? I'm sure that you have. And when you think of this Proverbs 31 woman, what is the first word that comes to mind? Amazing, balanced, has it all together woman, right? I want to share with you a key scripture, just a, a verse within Proverbs 31, that when it describes this woman that we often leave out, which leaves us frustrated, overwhelmed, totally stressed out as to why we are struggling to be this ideal woman. Because if you've read the scripture, then at some point, I'm pretty sure you've tried to be this woman and you're kind of like, oh my God, I can't, I can't get there. What am I doing wrong? For me, I have been reading Proverbs 31 every month for several years, several years. And if you have not heard before, I share with all of my listeners to read a proverb a day, especially if you're starting out new in the Bible. Proverbs 31, a Proverbs 31 chapter every single day, right? And so if you're doing that every day, then you're you are reading Proverbs several times a year, which is a good thing. You get that wisdom embedded on the inside of you. But one scripture that we come across each month even if it only has 30 days, we need to go ahead and read 31 too, is talking about this Proverbs 31 woman. If you're not familiar with the scripture, with this chapter, rather than reading the whole thing, I'm just going to give you some highlights, okay? This Proverbs 31 woman said this, this is a wife of a noble character who can who can find a wife of noble character who can find she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. She, she selects wool and flax and works with eager hands. She is like the merchant ships, ships bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it is still at night and provides food for her family. She considers a field and buys it out of her earnings. She plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously. Her arms are strong for her tasks. She sees that her trading is profitable and her lamp does not go out at night. You know, it just goes on and on. She speaks of wisdom and faithful instruction is on her tongue. She watches over the affairs of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness her children arise and call her blessed her husband also uh, he praises her many women do noble things but you surpass them all charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city now i didn't read all of that i didn't read all of the chapter there's still more 
I would read this chapter each month and trying to be there for my husband, be the best mom that I could be, make sure that, you know, my house is clean, you know, helping with business tasks, just everything. And I still felt like I was falling short of this Proverbs 31 woman. I really was. And it wasn't until several years later, I'm talking about several years later, where I saw just one verse that I was overlooking that helped me understand it all and helped me even more to become and operate in this Proverbs 31 woman. Now, if you are a, a, a Christian woman, you're familiar with the Bible, then I'm, I'm sure you know about the Proverbs 31 woman and the desire to be like this woman, right? And you know the struggle that I believe every woman who has read this passage has has come to a point where like, dang, I think I even heard Joyce Myers say at one point, like, I'm still trying to become that woman and she's in her 70s. Each woman that I speak with and that we, and whether this is just brought up in conversation or within my coaching, this is a common verse that is overlooked. And I want to share this verse with you so that you can gain this awareness and this insight of how to become this balanced woman, okay? With, I'm just going to share it with you, okay? Or instead of going into too much detail. And then once I share this with you, I, at first, I would love to know your, your input. So if you could comment below for me, but if you could also share with me how you've overlooked this as well, okay? But after this, I'm gonna share with you how to build up on this little tip here, okay? The reason why it's it's so important, I believe that, first I believe that Proverbs 31 is an excellent figure, an excellent woman to try to work towards becoming because this woman is extremely balanced. She seems calm and her husband is, is praising her. Her children praises her. She's a calm woman, not focused, not worried about the future. She takes care of herself. She assists her husband. She assists with business. She has hobbies. She's balanced. So it's an excellent, excellent, excellent woman, excellent woman to try to let that be a mentor or let that be a guidance to you. But in Proverbs 31, 15, this is a common area that we overlook and why we struggle so much to become this woman. And that is Proverbs 31, 15. She gets up while it is still night. She provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. Okay, I'm gonna back it up. This, this tape is gonna rewind. <laughs> it says, she gets up while it is still night she provides food for her family and portions for her female servants. So she has help. She has help in so many words. Now I know nowadays we, we may not have, we don't have servants and you may not have a house staff or you may not have a maid or, or someone to assist you, but you can still have help. One of, I think one thing that I believe is so toxic that runs crazy wild while it's on TV in our community in our society on social media is this super mom super woman super being aspect we were never de designed to be super and to do it all alone okay 
we are designed. I mean, we, we are, we are built and designed in the image of God, but we aren't God. Okay. And even God rested. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) As we look at that scripture, it took several years for me, for me, for that in Proverbs 15, 31, 15 to be highlighted, to see that she had help. There's no possible way to be this woman, to become this woman, to work towards being this woman. If you are not going to put down your pride and ask for help and to begin to delegate. I believe that the number one reason why women are so busy, so overwhelmed, so stressed out is because of the stigma to be perfect, of living subconsciously living up to society's pressure to be this perfect woman. And there's so much pride that is embedded within women to compete, to make it seem like we're doing more than the other, to be this perfect woman. But the truth is there's no such thing as a perfect woman. All right. This Proverbs 31 woman, she has servants. That means she had help. She had people to help her. And so it is, that tells me that it is important that we rely on help in our life. If you're a woman who is super independent, it is dangerous to be so independent because you're not utilizing the resources and the help to you. I used to be that woman. I used to be that woman that tried to do everything, that tries to be everything, that tries to fix everything, including people. That's another podcast for a different day. But I have been that woman just trying to do it all, trying to make everyone happy and neglecting myself, neglecting my word, neglecting my gifts, because I'm trying to do everything for everyone else. This Proverbs 31 woman could not be possible if she didn't have help and also if she didn't prioritize herself. It speaks of her taking care of herself and her having strong hands and being strong and whatnot. I want to encourage you, if you're that woman who just does it all and is afraid to ask for help, doesn't lean on your community, does not lean on your village, or you're struggling to create a village, I want to talk to you today about how you can create that village and begin to rely on others and begin to build up, build up your community so, so that you are able to balance it all. Okay. Excuse me. One of the reasons, one of the ways, no, let me, let me rewind a little bit. There was an article that I was reading or something that I've seen somewhere that it shares that in order to raise one child, it takes five or six people. Okay. And possibly even more. It literally takes a village to raise a a child. And coming from someone who was a single mother prior to, to marrying my husband, I was a single mother for some time. It's very easy, especially if you're a single mother to have this, um, have this this disposition about yourself to be independent, to you can do it all, have it all together because so much is weighed upon you. But the truth is, the truth of the matter is you're wearing yourself out by being so independent. It is so important to rely on the village. And if you don't have one, how to create one, on creating one. If you are a woman who once again, who's extremely independent and you know that you try not to rely on other people. You just don't want to ask other people for help. I want to ask you, how is that working for you? I I want you to really ask yourself, how is that working for you? I know how it worked for me. 
someone who, and many years ago, I just tried to do it all myself, not ask for help, not, um, not be honest about how I was feeling to make it seem like I could do it all and handle it all. And what I was doing to myself was really wearing myself out, really wearing myself out. So let's talk about ways that you can build up and rely on your village. The very first step, number one, is realizing that you need help. And I don't care if you are a married woman, if you are a single woman, if you are a married mom, single mom, whatever it may be, we all need help, okay? And there is so much power in delegation. There is so much power in asking for help. Asking for help does not mean that you're weak. Asking for help does not mean that you aren't capable. Asking for help doesn't mean that um, you're a bad mom or a bad woman. Asking for help, honestly, is a sign of strength. Asking for help is is actually a um, uh, a, a indication that you know your boundaries and an indication that you know how to set the limits that you need in order to excel. Also, asking for help also lets you know that you're truly aware and have a great self-awareness about yourself. Asking for help is so powerful. But I know that many women deter for asking for help because they see it as a bad thing when it really is not. I used to be someone where I struggled to say, you know, can you help me? I'm struggling with this. I just need some assistance. I don't know how to do this because I saw that as a weakness. But the truth is pride is a weakness. If you are struggling with something, if you know that your schedule is overwhelming, if you know that you are uh, lacking balance, if you know that you could, you just need a little bit of help and you're not asking for it, you're operating in pride. And therefore pride is always operating in fear. And God has not given us the spirit of fear, right? So you're operating in this place of pride because of how you don't want people to think about you. But your concern of what others are thinking about you is I'm pretty sure is affecting your health mentally, emotionally, physically, and even spiritually. It's affecting your relationships as well. And it, it and I'm very well too, it could definitely be affecting your finances as well. But we won't go that deep today. Let's start off with our, let's start off with spouses and children. If you have a spouse that you are, you don't like to ask for help from and you just want to do it all. I don't know for myself, I was at home mom for a long time. And so I didn't want to ask my husband for help because he was the one working, right? And so I felt that since he was the one working that I shouldn't ask him for help with anything. I should be able to do everything else. Well, that's not that's not good, okay? And if you're an at-home mom listening to this, that's not good. There is still a way to balance out the responsibilities. Taking on the load of absolutely everything else, not only is it unfair, but it's too much to bear. And so marriage is a partnership. And so if you have a spouse and you have a partner, it is important to have that conversation with your spouse and start begin to delegate some responsibilities, okay? Second, your children. If you have a child that is over the age of two, it is time to start delegating to them, meaning um, folding up clothes, mating socks, um, uh, even teaching them how to entertain themselves and and play with play by themselves, you know, instead of us 
instead of you being the one that's constantly the one to play, okay? Um, and that's just one example. If you have older children like myself, all of my my older children, they have chores from my eight-year-old, my, my 14-year-old, my daughter, she's older and she's out now. But those younger children, even when my children was younger, from about two to three, they were dumping garbages. And I started to ensure that I was delegating responsibilities to them so that once again, they will learn to be responsible and so that it would take some of that load off of myself, okay? So if you have children, your spouse, start with in-house first as your network, as your community. Don't try to do everything. If you have a, a teenager in your home, start to teach them how to cook, how to throw loads of clothes in the car. I mean, even as young as 10, um, even to just different tasks around the house, charts and chores and things like that so that you don't have to do everything, okay? I want to encourage you now outside of your home. A lot of us live in neighborhoods, okay? But many of us do not live in communities, okay? So what a neighborhood is, is houses and houses and houses lined up, right? But a community is all based in communication. So if you are in a neighborhood and you really don't know your neighbors that well, it's time to get to know them. It's time to get to know other moms. It's time to get to know other parents in the neighborhood so you can begin to rely on them for assistance, for help, for um, for encouragement, for whatever it may be. But it's time that you start to rely on, not 100% rely, but it's always good to have someone in your back pocket, and I say that in a nice way, as a backup plan should things happen so that you're not stressing yourself completely out, so that if you're not able to make it home in time, so that if you miss the kids off the bus or whatever it may be, this is how you build your community. First, you want to build it inside of your home by delegating some tasks. Then you want to stretch it outside of your home to your neighborhood and making your neighborhood a community, meaning communicating more with your neighbors. Okay. And then lastly, you want to ensure your family. Okay. A lot of us, we, we may not want to reach out to our family. I know myself, I have relied so much on my family. I've shared with you guys that my sister lives across the street from me. My mom lives basically across the street from me. We live in in, in uh, two different communities, but it's literally right across the street from one another. And we rely on one another. I wouldn't be able to run my businesses. I wouldn't be able to be a flight attendant. I would not be able to do these things and support my husband and, and be there for my kids if I did not have a support system and a community and, and a village that I rely on to help. If that statement is true, that it takes five to six people to raise a child, then when you have multiple children, how much more does it take? All right. I would love to see the statistics of how many people it takes to keep a mom uplifted, you know, to keep a family together. You understand? We have to get out of the habit of trying to do everything on our own and really utilizing the village that we need to create and utilize the village that we already have that we just may not realize that we have them. But I promise you, you have a community of people. You have a village that you can rely on. And I encourage you, 
I encourage you to start building that community. And once you build that community, once you start delegating tasks within your household, that your stress levels, your overwhelm, your uh, your tasks, the, the frustration, the resentment that you feel, it will begin to go down. I promise you, but it is so important if there are, especially if you're a single mom and and I've coached, currently coaching a single mom. And one of the hardest things is letting down that independence role and realizing that it's important to ask for help. No one was built to succeed and alone. No one has made it to their success level. No one has made it successful. No one has reached their goals. No one has parented all alone. All of us has had a village. If you are having challenges with your children, it's important to keep great communication with teachers at school. It's important to, a lot of time, I know when I was growing up and especially within the black communities, what happened in this house stays in this house. That's not true. Especially if you're if you're hurt, especially if you're overwhelmed, especially if you're stressed out. It's important to know that you stretch outside of your home and begin to share and ask for help. If you are struggling, it is important to reach out. Do not struggle alone. And another key thing that I often, that I share is the moment that you begin to ask for help, you are allowing someone else to operate in their gifts or you're allowing someone else to get out of their comfort zone or you may you may be triggering some some happiness or fulfillment within them oftentimes other people are looking to be a part of your world they're looking to help you many people they want to help right they want to assist you in life, your family, the way that they love you, friends, whatever. And oftentimes they're just not helping because you have not asked for help. If you are a mom who desires to go back to school, to start your own business, to to just have more self-care time, it is time to start reaching outside of yourself and get the help that you need. Start building up that community. Number one, your household, start delegating, okay? Start delegating tasks so you don't have to do it all. Number two, your community, your neighborhood that you are in, start to build it up as a community. Start communicating more with your neighbors and you'll find some in there that you can trust. Start communicating with other moms that have children so that you're able to begin to balance these tasks, asking for some help from them, okay? And also getting suggestions. If you see a mom that is balancing it better than you are, or seems to just be doing really, really well, ask her how she's doing it and get some help. Build those relationships because you need it. And then number three, your family. You wanna rely on your family if you have it. If you have family members that you can trust, family members that, that you know will be there for you, it's time to start utilizing them. If you want to reach those goals, if you want to start gaining that balance that you need, you've got to start building up the community. All right. You have got to just like this Proverbs 31 woman, it says she had servants. We may not have the servants, but you do have the help. And it's it's time to start utilizing and reaching out for that help. You're not superwoman. You're not super mom. You are just another woman, another beautiful 
bold, brave, you know, gorgeous woman, but you weren't built to do it all alone and also rely on God's help. There are many mornings that I've gotten up and I'm kind of like, Lord, I need you to give me the strength for today. You know, give me the strength and he will seek God, look to God for his wisdom and his strength. And I promise you, he's going to lead you there and continue to read your proverb a day. If you have no other morning routine, I encourage you to read a proverb a day and literally look for the wisdom within it to apply it to your day. All right, you guys, I hope that this has been a blessing to you. I hope that you get out there this week and start building up your own community, creating your own community and your village, because it takes more than just you to raise your children. It takes more than just you to fulfill your goals and your dreams. It takes more than just you to be successful. It takes a team of people. It takes a village to get where you truly desire to be. And if that desire is just balance, well, not just balance, but if that desire is balance, it's going to take a team to get you there. Okay. So you guys, I love you so much. Let me pray for you. You all, I, I, I always do a little plug for the joyful blueprint because this academy is so amazing. I built this coaching program and this mentorship program in a way to help help that woman who is living a life of imbalance, but yet knows that she's in her own way and is ready to take the action to start creating a more joyful life. If there are some goals, some dreams, some ambitions you have for yourself, but you're just kind of like, I don't even know how I can possibly do it because I'm so overloaded. This is the academy for you. You get weekly coaching from me, weekly coaching, weekly mentoring from Nikita. She is my sister and a, uh, IO psychologist as well as mental health therapist and professor of psychologies. She helps and provides resources to the women within the group of how our emotions hold us back and how to gain that mental strength to propel us forward in achieving our goals. The number one reason that you have that you're not where it is that you desire to be is because you are not surrounding yourself with like-minded women. And within the Joyful Blueprint Academy, you're able to do that. Not only do you get that mentorship and coaching from me and Nikita as well on those calls, but you also are amongst a dynamic group of women who are excelling so well in reaching their goals and there to encourage and motivate and throw out ideas and all that good stuff. Okay. So if you are interested, always you can always email me at coachq at ladiesafterwisdom.com or DM me on any of my social media handles. You guys, let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for this time together. We thank you, Lord, for providing your word. We love your word. And we thank you, Lord, for the ability to connect to one another. Lord God, we pray to that woman, to every woman who is desiring to be this Proverbs 31 woman. And we pray, Lord God, that you humble our spirits so that we reach out for help, so that we we are not foolishly trying to be super women and super moms, but that we are humbling ourselves, dismissing our pride and walking toward and focusing on relying on the help and the village, Lord God, and the community that you, that we know that we know, Lord God, that you truly desire for us. Lord God, we thank you for leading people in our lives and showing us who it is that we can rely on, who it is that we can trust, whether it is the YMCA, where it is the latchkey program, whether it's within our own, our own household or within our own communities. We just pray, Lord God, that you'll give us the insight and the wisdom, Lord God, on who to ask for help from. Lord God, we thank you for giving us the strength each and every day. We plead Psalms 91 over every single woman that's listening, every person that's listening, believing that you 
you are our refuge and our strength, very present help in time of trouble. And despite how crazy and chaotic this world is, Lord God, we trust and believe, Father God, that we are hiding underneath your wing, believing, Lord God, that once again, you are our refuge and strength, very present help in times of trouble. And we pray, Lord God, that within us is just the peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. You guys, I love you so, so much. Next week is marks a year for the joyful for I'm sorry, I was going to say the, the joyful blueprint Academy. It marks a year of the ladies after wisdom podcast. And so I got something special that uh, for next week. So don't mix nest next Tuesday. You guys, I thank you so much. Please take the time to subscribe if you're watching from YouTube. And please leave me a comment. I'll always like to know how this has been a blessing to you. You can also share below if there's a comment or a topic that you would like for me to discuss on these podcasts. Just go ahead and leave me a message or just um, leave a comment and I'll do it for you. I want you to get out there and I want you to live a joyful life. I love you. Have an amazing week and I'll see you next week.